Hey, how y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? Hope everybody had a great weekend, and last week was good for you as well, because I wasn't here. Okay, so we're here today. That's right. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. How you doing out there today? <laughs> Woo, man, I tell you, a lot has happened, man, since I've been gone for one week. I know it makes you sound so long, right? One day a week. <laughs> but anyway, seems like I've been gone forever. Man, L.A. having an earthquake this morning. And, of course, you got the uh, George Floyd trial, but it's really Derek Garvin, the officer. You know, George Floyd, everybody know that name now. So, anyway, we got that going on. Well, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that because, whoo, man, we're going to talk about that today. Um yeah, that's what that's basically what we're gonna do. A couple of things maybe sprinkle in here and there, but that's basically what we're talking about the trial, you know, because I've been watching it. I have been. I usually don't watch these things, but for some reason I'm curious to see how it's gonna work out. So I've been watching, taking notes. Man, I tell you, this is some good stuff. But anyway, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show first. The first and easiest way is call me three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Once again, three four seven. 838-8622. Press the number one on your keypad. If you want to talk to me, join the conversation. We'd be gladly and glad to get you in. All right. The other ways you can email me at Eric, E-R-I-C, let's talk at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. If you want to send me something through, through the show in the middle of the show, go right ahead. You know, after the show, that's fine. Before the show, which is after the show, which is before the show. <laughs> See a little crazy circle we get our stuff caught into. But anyway, yeah, that's how you can do it, and I'll be more than happy to respond, read, or whatever you need me to do with it, okay? Uh, I'm on Facebook at Eric Let's Talk, you know, Facebook.com. Um, Instagram, Eric Let's Talk, duh. And Twitter, Driven for FOR Life 62. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, so we got all that the way. That's the other ways you can talk to me, and I'll be more than happy to get to you. Now, if you have any other ways of communicating with me, you're more than welcome to use that as well. Okay? Now, with all that being said, i tell you. With all that being said, man, i tell you, let's get to this trial. Okay? Yeah, that's because I do want to talk about that. You know, I've been trying to watch and, and doing my little final preps for the show and stuff, man. But I tell you right now, ooh, that, 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 that commander, whatever he is, police chief, man, he killing it. He is killing it. Ah, man. But you know what, though? If you really look at the the trial, the first week anyway, um, and right now, including today, the prosecution has been killing it, man. I mean, the prosecution has been getting it on. You hear me? I know they, they just, they've they been putting a lot of stuff out there and um, bringing in some witnesses I didn't think would, you know, be involved. But you got a 9-year-old child, what, 19-year-old child, 18-year-old? Man, I, I, and then I realized I forgot where it was, so... I said, okay, yeah, I can see that, but I didn't. But I didn't think they would um, call them to be witnesses. But hey, in the hospital, how thing trial like this is going to happen? Anyway, yeah. So 
we've been watching the trial that's going on, and um, yeah, I know who that officer, um, Derek Chauvin. Yeah, uh, he's charged with uh, second degree murder and second degree manslaughter. Yeah, they're trying to get him. They're trying to get him. So the trial started, you know, because he held his knee on George Floyd's neck. George Floyd died. And that's all we knew. <laughs> that's all we knew. But if you have been watching this trial, you're beginning to, it, it, it just blows your mind. And here's one of the things that, you know, really, really piqued my interest was the different type of people that were so-called witnesses. But when that black guy, little black guy got up there and started talking about he an MMA fighter doing private security and started narrating the moves that Chauvin was making on Floyd's neck, man, that just blew me away. Because uh, like 99% of us, we never noticed the foot. Well, we never thought the foot moving was uh, applying more pressure, did we? The move, slight movement on the shoulder. Isn't that amazing? But anyway, and I, I'm bringing it up to say you never know who's watching, who's going to be able to lend you a hand here and there. You know, So that's why you need to be nice to people. But anyway. Back to trial. So the first week, man, we saw a, a dispatcher. Yeah. Dispatcher. Police dispatcher, okay? 911 dispatcher, however you want to classify them. But, you know, her testimony was you know, basically telling them what, the, you know, she did as, you know, as a dispatcher, some of the calls, how she would dispatch the calls, so forth and so on. But when girls sit up there and said, it didn't look right. I called the sergeant. And then in, when she said, she called him, she said, I called him. And I said, I didn't want to be a snitch, but isn't that something? So for all everybody out there that there is no cold or blue or whatever they call it, they don't take care of their own. That's it. That's, that's confirmation right there. I don't want to be a snitch, but yeah, this just doesn't look right. This don't look right. So I better call somebody. So basically, she called the police on the police, along with some other bystanders. Yeah, that's how this trial's been going, man. I mean, who would think? I mean, she need to be given uh, a commendation or something just for having the guts to do that, to see something wrong. And say something about it. Because, you know, a lot of them jokers out there now, they see going what's going on as an example of why they're having a trial now. And won't say a word. See, and that's, I, I, I'm encouraging you to watch this trial, man, because you are learning. I am learning so much, so much. Not just from from people like the police, the doctors, or whatever. But just from everyday people, everyday people. And I'm saying all this to say, never discount who you can learn from. Okay? All right. Anyway, so, um, yeah, she she basically called the police on the police. Um, she says uh, she saw what was about, what was happening between officers and George Floyd. 
when they put him in the car, and then all of a sudden they was dragging him out the car. Yeah, that's when she saw, and then like they were wrestling, whatever. And then he went right into the what, uh, onto the ground. And she said she just had a gut feeling. Isn't that crazy? And then of course the defense attorney got up, attorney got up and decided he wanted to try and um, discredit her. Yeah, discredit her. You know, trying to trying to slyly bring up that racial issue that this country is so focused on. But yeah, but she fought her way through it, and we were good. We were good. You know, that's the that that was really decide made me decide to go ahead and watch this this thing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how many of y'all been watching this, so I may be boring some of y'all. But anyway, yeah. So um, then there was uh, what this this shift leader from the from the um, gas station across the street, you no, know, who came out and she was one of the ones who had her phone video going. Yeah, she said it seemed like a long time ago when trying to remember what happened. And she recorded she recorded on her phone four times, four different times of what was going on. And she this shift manager really looked like she didn't really want to be there anyway, just to say what she wanted to say and be done with it. But I found it interesting that she said it seems like a long time. Because you think about when it happened and they just getting the trial started. Man, that that's some time. They have to remember all that stuff, right? Okay. Just a little something I thought of. But, um, yeah, she recorded herself four times. Now, Donald Williams, that's the black guy, Donald Williams II. Now, this cat here, he was the bomb diggity on day one. I mean, yeah, oh, the first week. I was going to say the first week. He may not have been day one. But this is the guy that supposedly had um, – Work private security, okay, even with some of the officers on the police force. Um, he was an MMA uh, boxer, wrestler, and he did a couple other things. But anyway, when if you listen to the tape, if you go back and watch the video, and you hear a guy yelling, that's so, 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 I know what you're doing, that was this guy here, Donald Williams. And what he was saying, he told, he was telling Chauvin that, hey, I know that move, what you're doing right there. I know what you're doing. Stop. You know? Yeah. But when he started saying, watch, I can tell you every time he put more pressure on it. Right? And then he started calling out little things. I said, I'll be dang or I'll watch this video 20 times and still didn't notice all that and well didn't relate all that movement to that yeah this donald williams he he was good man he he really was and um he also was the one having the conversation or initially having the conversation with um chow the one that was standing closer to the curb in one of the interactions chow told him this is what drugs do to you Yep. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 
That was police. That they, that what they tell you. That what they tell you. This man, this is the mother gonna do to it. Now, you know, one of the other things I found interesting about the first week of the trial, and I'm surprised the defense um, attorney didn't jump on it, was the issue of George Floyd's size kept popping up, kept popping up. But the defense attorney never, never came back at any of the witnesses to see about some clarification about that. And maybe they're planning it for when they come up. I don't know. But I, I thought personally they should have jumped on it in because everybody was saying George was a big guy. He was a big man. You know, and think about that now. You, you're an officer. You run up on this big guy right here. Just two of you. And you just wrestle with him, wrestle with him. You get him in the car. He say he can't breathe. You pull him out the car, and you're still wrestling with him, right? And before you start wrestling with him, you call back for backup because he's such a big guy. He knows the two of you are going to struggle. Yeah, I'm not buying that, are you? Okay. I just thought I'd try. But anyway, anyway, my, my – they may have been scared of George size because everybody uh, in their week one, the majority of them kept saying he was a big guy. He was a big guy. But then again, I think it's a, a very shrewd move by the prosecution if they have them do that. Because that could be something that the defense attorney could come back and, and, and try and hammer in. But with the prosecution already putting it out there, it kind of mutes the point a little bit. You know, it takes the sting off of it, the importance. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think the prosecution right now is painting a very, very beautiful picture. I really do. So we'll see. It, it, it's a lot more. It's a, man, it was a whole bunch of, uh, of testimony last week. We'll get through it, to it throughout the show. But right now, somebody want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Talk to me. Well, I was coming to your show last week, but somebody didn't show up. Well, that was unfortunate circumstances. I had some business come up at the last minute. I know. Thank you. Know, you. I know. I've been, I've been to your show long enough to know that if you don't show up for your show, something had to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So are you reading the chat because you seem to pause in between? Somebody writing no. about the... Uh, the no, that uh, was, uh, no, that was me. Um, I was straightening up some papers. Don't oh, worry about that. Oh, you're taking your notes? <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you find this trial interesting. I mean, where can I watch it? I didn't know that it was televised. Well, I mean, you and you ain't, you ain't gonna watch no CNN, HLN, but it's on. You can find it on. Um, you got Pluto TV? I don't know if you got Pluto TV. I don't have TV at all. It's, can I see oh. it live on YouTube? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Because I like trials. I like the way that the prosecution and the defense go at each other. If they're, you know, if they're warriors, if they're not warriors, then um, sometimes a, a, a good, important, interesting trial, a would-be interesting trial, turns out to be a dud. Yeah. 
You know what I yeah. did read? I read that the defense attorney was going to present a case that um, Floyd had was hiding uh, pills in his mouth. Did he bring that up yet? No, not specifically. Okay. But see, this is the this is the beauty of what the prosecution is doing. They're jumping the gun on all that and bringing all that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're bringing yeah. all that out. So when, by the time the defense the, um, attorney decide to hit on it, it may not have as much sting as I was saying earlier. In addition to, um, you had medical doctors come in for um, the prosecution already say he was dead when he got to him. And giving him Narcan was not going to help any. So that, that kind of hurt, hurt their um, drug overdose theory. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, Joe, you know you know what? <laughs> I don't care what the defense come up with. Uh-huh. Here's, here's one thing. They have to win. Nine minutes and 29 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is some? You know what? You know what I did find out only a few weeks ago? That that, that? particular type of, um, of move or behavior by a cop is approved of by the Minneapolis police force. Well, that's not what um, this, this police chief on the stand saying today. You know, I wanted to talk about that because you brought that up earlier in the show. You were implying that the police chief is practically throwing this guy, uh, one of his blue, under the bus. Well, no. No, I'm doing what the police chief, you know, when he took over, said he was going to do. He wasn't going to tolerate none, no excessive use of force. So, but no, 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 no. I was talking about dispatcher that called the sergeant, you know, in that sector during when all this was before it really got as serious as it did. They uh-huh. say, hey, something's not right here. You may want to go and check this out. Yeah, I remember you saying that, but you said the police chief, um, and his testimony was important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is important. I mean, they're not going to ask him because they had a sidebar earlier this morning before the trial got started, and they're not going to ask him, you know, about the training and, I mean, about, you know, specific training dates and what have you. But it was something else he said, too. But anyway, the bottom line came is, hey, the the the, the, the police chief is telling his thing. He's doing the thing. He's being questioned by the defense team now. But I'll go back and check on that when I get off the air. But anyway. <laughs> so when he, when he was questioned, was he, was he making statements that seemed to implicate uh, the officer even more? Not as saying, yeah, he did this. But once they started going over the, the actual policy that they mm-hmm. had up, you know, yeah, it, it kind of, you know, went against old boy. A oh, okay, bit. but I mean, the the police chief himself. The reason I ask is because right after this incident happened, there was a former police chief of um, of the town of New York City, right? And he was on the air. And the guy says, even before the trial started, even before there was even um, an arrest or any kind mm-hmm. of charge against No, no, they, I think they made a charge against him. Well, maybe, maybe not. But in any case, this guy, the former police chief, he was on the air saying that the that the uh, the officer, he acted like, I think he said he acted like a psychopath. But if he didn't use that terminology, he said that the guy acted 
way out of order. And mm-hmm. I, when I heard that, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. The blue line never does that. The blue line <laughs> never, ever throws any of its own under the bus, especially a police chief. So right away, I'm thinking, okay, something's wrong here. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong. <laughs> mm. it's, yeah, we'll see. And, and everybody said, okay, nine minutes. Okay, he didn't realize what time it was, you know, how long it had been. Because, you know, it, in a lot of instances, things happen, and, you know, they're longer than we think, but to us, they're just seconds, you know, going slowly by. So right. maybe that's what it was, too. But nine minutes and 29 minutes, Joe. It sounds and like a hell of a lot of time, right? Yeah, but, well, see, and... It is when you're trying to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. what I'm about to get to, not one time did any of those officers check to see was he still alive. That well, was the crazy he kept part. I'm saying I can't breathe. So I, yeah, yeah but I'm saying alive. once he stopped, once he stopped, uh-huh. once he stopped. And see, here, that's the beauty of, of the witnesses that the prosecution had been coming, you know, that were there. One was an uh, M.T., Another one was, uh, like I said, the MMA fighter. You even had a 61-year-old black man who was telling George, give up, man. You can't win. Give up. Give up. I, had, and I one saw point, that in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said that. No boy said, and you can hear George said, I'm trying. You know, Did but you, never. Huh? I also heard they knew each other. <clears throat> Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They worked security in the club yeah. some years back. Yeah. Now, now, also, the rumor is, you know, um, Chauvin's daughter was kind of digging on him, so. <laughs> oh, really, yeah? <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. And, and and as I was saying at the beginning, you know, the other thing was George wasn't a small man now. He was not a tiny man. So, you know, you know, immediately when you see you up against a big man and it's just two of y'all, hey, and we're going to have to t- move some furniture, as we say, in the hood. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, clear it out, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's being a soldier, I can see how it immediately, immediately escalated to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as the people got on the sidewalk and was yelling and screaming. I can actually see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, on one uh-huh. hand, but on the other, I keep thinking about seeing him with his knee on that man's neck, hands in his pocket, looking down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that 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 is what really irks me. You know what? If Floyd didn't die, then all of this, you know, his his, his knee on somebody's exactly. neck wouldn't have been a big deal. Everybody yeah, but but, Joe, but see, that's the thing. Over a twenty dollar supposedly counterfeit bill mm-hmm. that that in men where they were, it was only a uh, uh, what only a misdemeanor. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I think that's what yeah, I read here yeah, not too long ago. But yeah, it's only a misdemeanor. Now the other thing is they're trying to say well. George had high blood pressure. George had um, opioid addiction, blah, blah, blah. And that is what killed him. 
Oh, even the so Columbus the, what, the, says he didn't die of the. Uh, if I'm correct, the, um, he didn't die because of the of the cop. He died because of uh, underlying condition. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. But can we say that that in the middle of a battle, his underlying condition just finally get the best of him and a bloop, gone bye. Yeah, but at the um, same time. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's like saying you got shot in the heart, and then you say, "Well, it's not the bullet; it was the bleed. The heart bled to death." Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't know about that one. But they, the 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 defense is—they're going to. That's what their point is trying to say is, well, you know, he he used fentanyl. He had um, other meth, and blah blah blah. And his girlfriend, when she testified. She really didn't help too much uh-huh. <laughs> because she had to admit they used drugs together and yeah. they did so and so together, you know. Right. So, so you know, she was a win for the prosecution, but a, a win for um, the defense as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's where she stood at on that. But it's crazy because she was just talking and talking and like, man, okay. Was she, she making any she, sense? Was she babbling? Yeah, she was making she was making, she was making oh, yeah? sense, but she she really didn't want to be there. You can tell yeah. she didn't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to be involved yeah. in this? You know, they're calling this the trial of the century again. You know, beating out OJ. I don't think this is going to. I don't know. Nah, I don't think. This is going to be uh, yeah, yeah, it will. You know why? Because it's it's televised more. It's televised. Okay. And if you're really sitting and listening, you're learning a lot about the way some, especially the Minnesota, Minneapolis Police Department, wherever he was killed at, Police Department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you learn a lot about what they're supposed, what officers are supposed to be doing. Right. Okay, as by their standards and rules and all that. Uh-huh. Now, if you take that and say everybody's watching that trial, Go to their their um, police department. And say I want a copy of your you know your your SOP. You know we call it SOP in, in the military. Standard operating procedure. Yeah. 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 You know, let me see that. Can you imagine how much better probably some of this policing would get when they're they're, they're aware that the citizens know exactly what um, you should how you should be acting and when you should be acting. Yeah, well, you would think so. You would think that the cops, if they knew that the citizens were more aware, that they'd be more on their toes and uh, and be better behaved. But who knows? <laughs> but then again, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, you know, you have uh, citizens that know certain loopholes that uh, use that to their advantage as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. How, well, let me ask you something. I don't see. I've I've been pulled over. Let me see. Once, either once or twice. For, I think it was once for a traffic violation. But um, do you find, or do you know of, or do you feel that anybody, black, white, or Asian, as long as they keep their mouth shut, they don't get in trouble? Or do you find that there are too many cops out there who, even if they find a driver who is nice and passive and does everything, that the uh, the officer turns out to be a wise ass and an asshole. Well, Joe, that's a dang good question. And initially, I would say, 
Um, yeah, some people need to, you know, people need to keep their mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it just hit me like, wait a minute, you just can't say that without saying, okay, maybe some law enforcement has had a bad day that day, and you just happen to be the one they take it out on. Now, whether right. it cost you your life or not, we don't know, but he had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Now, when you when you start thinking about that, Joe, let's talk about the ones that should keep their mouth closed. All right? Because uh-huh. we know some, they're guilty, but they just want to argue because why? They see a blue or tan or whatever color uh-huh. uniform walk up to their car. So they automatically go from 1 to 100. Right. You know, so, and, and that's go back to, like I was saying about some of the shootings a few years ago. You know, you have to be careful what you bring on yourself. And here's what I'm saying, because it, it could be a nice, because I've been stopped by officers a few times, mm. and I think I've only got one ticket out of those times, because, it, you know, you just talk to them like anybody else. But when you present an attitude, you know, number one, it makes you look a little guilty, mm. and number two, you know, you, you, you're sending out that vibe. That vibe is not good. So, of course, you know, they're trained to look, you know, as we finding out in this trial today, they're trained to react certain ways. Uh-huh. So, hey, sometimes they bring it on themselves. Now, do we have some overzealous officers out there? Heck yeah. Do we have some that that'll work the system? Oh yeah. You know they you know that that for yeah. that for um what is it property forfeiture they had? Oh, you know, that lot of, yeah, those asset forfeitures, yeah. Yeah, asset forfeitures, yeah. Now you do you think oh, everything made it to lock up oh, <laughs> hell, no, before it went on auction? No. So you can't even you know, get your money back right away either. I know. I know. I was following one guy. And man, he had this taken in two thousand two or three, and to the last well, year before last, he still hadn't gotten any money back because you have to prove that you know it wasn't involved. How are you going to do that? They arrested you for it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Unless you <laughs> That's got a, a lot camera, of work. You can't, yeah. It's, it's. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But to answer your question, I think it, it rolls both ways. Um, but if I had to put a percentage on it, I would say 60% citizen, 40% officer. Mm. Yeah, well, the cops, um, even without traffic violations, I remember that I've asked. Um, Cops questions, and they get a little snarly. Yeah. And I'm just asking a question. They don't want to be asked that particular question. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, if 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 this guy is a traffic cop, and he stops somebody who doesn't like the cops, and he gets and the, the driver gives him a dirty look, or he has, he says, yeah, okay, I'll get my uh, my my effing driver's license for you. That could, you know, you know, the, the cop can go, yeah, we'll see who owns the streets, you know. And I think it's a bad attitude on both parts. I think 60-40 might be a good ratio. But even, you know, I don't know if there's, cops to me are people, because I worked inside the cop station one summer as an intern. Uh-huh. And this is inside their house, right? They look for, I've also gone to parties by cops. Now, you can't go to a party by a cop and not get 
you know, and not get the full party flavor because they're not worried about other cops busting up the party. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but the, the the overflow of testosterone, as chicks like to say, is flowing all over the place all the time. Even inside the cop station, the cops like to argue amongst themselves for no damn reason whatsoever. <laughs> wow. For no reason whatsoever, except just to show, you know, well, this desk is my turf, that spot is my turf, that that conversation I was right on, and it's um it's it's incredible, you know, it's it's like what you see on TV sometimes, like um, a cop just gets into an argument for another cop just because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's uh, uh. Uh, uh, mm. oh, well, well, you know what the the finest. The finest citizens, in my opinion, do not apply to be cops. You know what I mean? I think it's you like don't think washed, so? no, I don't think it's the finest citizens. I think it's like washed-up athletes who you know who rode the bench for a while, uh, people who can't get a you know a job paying more than thirty thirty-five thousand dollars. So they um, former military. Former well, former military. If you're a former cop in the uh, in the army or an AP in the Air Force. Um, you might look forward to becoming a cop because you might, maybe you enjoyed it, you know, in the service, maybe. But most of the time, if you're a citizen and you've got, I think if you've got nothing to do, right, instead of becoming, going into the service maybe, you, you apply to become a cop. I don't think they get the finest citizens in there. As a matter <laughs> of fact, the New York, the New York okay. uh, police force got sued because they were trying to recruit dummies, literally stupid people. <laughs> hey, infantry always need people. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have <laughs> yeah, said right. that. People just say, go, <laughs> go out there and get yourself killed. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I think we know, we all know some of them people there. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, geez. But no, I'm talking literally. There was a case where the um, the commissioner asked the uh, human, the um, director of human resources, it was a woman, to mm. lower the, the test standards. And she said to him, "If you lower the test standards any any lower, you would be getting." And she said, "Imbeciles." Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what happened was she refused to do it. She got fired. She sued the police department. He came out in trial. That that's what uh, the New York Police Department was trying to do. It was trying to, you know, get people who were not the finest, not the brightest. So, and I have to think that the people in Los Angeles, when you talk about how many cops get sued over there, they really don't. They really can't be that bright. Well, I mean, you know, there were plenty of songs made about the L.A. Police Department, so. <laughs> well, probably all true, too. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. And let's not forget Serpico. He was talking about the corruption um, in the police force. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there was there were two cops. No, there was one cop who had a show on BTR, and his partner was a former police, not a police chief, but a fire, um, I don't know if it was a fire chief, but somebody who worked in the fire department. So you had a former cop, former department of, uh, former fire department personnel, and there, and I said to them, 
What do you think would be the ratio of corruption, even though you don't know every, you know, every cop across the nation, but what do you think would be the normal corruption based upon your experience? Because the guy was a whistleblower. Uh-huh. And he said about minimum 20%, maybe 30%. That's all? Yeah, right? Is that all? <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. Mm. But because then again, if you... Unless you're a crook. Yeah, but but look, it, it, I feel to say unless you encounter one of those individuals on the street, then that's not such a small percentage, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I man, I thought it would be more. I was gonna say about seventy. Well, I guess maybe 60, you want to be conservative. Who knows? But I know, or I've heard that the cops single. You know, if you once you graduate the academy, um, uh-huh. you get paired up with the cop. The cops are you know, the cop, the senior cop, the the guy that's going to be mentoring you for a while. He's already on the take. He's already he already knows the streets, and he wants to make sure that his partner isn't going to rat on him. So he makes sure that, or he tries to make sure that the partner, you know, gets a taste of whatever the uh, you know the senior cop gets. Uh huh. That way, the junior cop gets incriminated. He gets part of the system. He doesn't get ostracized by the other cops. Well, think about it. What do they call internal internal affairs? They call it the rat squad. The rat squad. They shouldn't call it the rat squad. That should be, they should be calling that the cleanup squad. That's supposed to be taking care of taking out the bad elements from the police force. And you would think the cops would want that to make sure that the, uh, that the public has trust in them. But instead, they get called the rat squad. So right away, that tells you something. <laughs> yeah. Yep, of course, because they're going against their own. You yeah. know, the, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, so far, there's been a detective and another officer and a police chief, and, you know, it, they're not holding anything back, basically. They're telling it, you know, as they see it. Well, in fact, I think the one detective said Friday that he thought the um, the hole was too too much and definitely too long. I have to find where he said, but yeah, that Chauvin had on Floyd. Oh boy! You know, yeah. So that, that, as I said, they're not really holding too much back right now. That if they get asked like a question yeah. and uh, yeah. you know the the other attorney don't object, you know, or the judge, hey, they go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Now, you know, looking at this whole thing though, I I, I really I'm uh, telling you, George, I find it very very interesting. You know, at the questions that I, because you know, if if you're like me, you watch a lot of you know shows with courts, and you know, and yeah. you see the lawyers and all them going back and forth. But if you sit here and watch, you're like, that's not how that's supposed to go. Wait a minute, <laughs> you know, why did he object to this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you know, and and you sit there, you watch it, and you're like, okay, y'all really boring, but it's intriguing at the same time. You know, because when, when they say it, you don't hear them, you know, judge will say sustain or overrule. Yeah, right. Or I want them to go and answer. But, yeah, other than that, you know, you don't hear too much after that. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know, I watched, um, I mean, the real court cases are really boring. I mean, super boring, unless you've got somebody like F. Lee Bailey, who's a lawyer. But most of the time, it's like watching paint dry. You, you, you hope 
that the um, that the defense or the prosecution would stand up and say objection, Your Honor, you know, um, and, and trying to make sure that their particular case is going to be um, is going to be defended. But a lot of times it just it's just a boring uh, prosecutor or boring defense attorney asking boring yeah. questions. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, right now, I think the, maybe that's what's keeping my attention is because you have these people come in and they're explaining stuff, and you're like, I never thought about that. Oh, oh, really? Wow. You know, like earlier today, you know, they got that, um, I hate those words, um, they have the, the Narcan for the overdosing. Uh-huh. Right, and um, you know the ER doctor that was on there testifying earlier today, because he was asked if you know even though he was having if he was having a heart attack, if you'd gave him Narcan, you know would that brought him back? That's you know throwing the theory out there that he was overdosing. Right, and the ER doctor said if he was having a heart attack, no, it wouldn't have helped at all. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, okay, I didn't know that. You know, I knew about Narcan, but, yeah. I didn't even know about Narcan. I don't know what that is. Oh, you didn't know? That's a drug they came out with when, you know, little preppy white kids and stuff started overdosing on opioids, their parents' opioids. Uh So they came up with a law, and they created this drug called Narcan that every law officer, fire department person, and so forth and so on should have on them. So if they come across somebody overdosing, it's like an EpiPen. You know, they're going to shoot you up and whatever. Is and that then that's your, oh, yeah. yeah, that should bring you back from being overdosed. From huh. your, 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 yeah. Now, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> In theory, right? In theory, right. You know, which, you know, once the prosecution uh, uh, brought that, I mean, the defense brought that up, I thought about it. I'm like, Okay, so if they thought he was having, he was overdosing, why did they administer Narcan then too? See, right. and, and see, and see, and then Joe, here's the other thing. Do you know when the ambulance finally arrived, the paramedic had to make him get up off that man? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, he did not that. move until the paramedic had to make him get off. Hmm. So he so as soon as the um, he heard the sirens or we saw that the EMP or the EMT was uh, was approaching, he didn't get up. He had no. he stayed there until he was practically forced to move. Huh? Yeah, nine mm. minutes and twenty nine seconds, Joe. <laughs> That's part of that nine twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, and actually, sounds sounds so you know the, long every time yeah. I hear it. <laughs> the the paramedic look the paramedic you know when he got there you know you know how they trying to assess you know check him out before they even touch him he, said, he looked like he was dead he wasn't breathing hmm. and mm. and what, and, they, then, what they do then? and 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 not to, I was going to say to top it off they loaded him up put him in the back and moved to what they call a safe zone stage they call it stage uh-huh. yeah. And basically what that is, go somewhere away from where there's a lot of crowd, uh, you know, maybe trouble, and right. find somewhere safe to work on. To work try to on revive them. Yeah. Yeah. But the time they they got there, uh, from the time they started moving, they was trying to revive him, Joe. They mm-hmm. were trying. To, 
you know, the paramedics now. Right. Yeah. Huh. But if mm. you watch the video, you can see him still wiggling, wiggling, and then all of a sudden his body, like, go limp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I and I think Shelvin noticed, too, because he, he, he kind of looked down at the same time. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't been following the case that strongly other than what I have. See, I don't watch TV, so luckily I don't, I don't watch mainstream news. But um, any other alternative news uh, that I've been looking at hasn't been mentioning the trial that much. But the trial's only been out for about a week, you say, right? Yeah, just the second week today, start of the second okay. week today. How long do they expect it to last? Uh, Three to four weeks. Is that all? Yeah. Really? Hmm. Okay. That's what I mean. That's what they're expecting. But you know how that can go too. Yeah. Yeah. But hmm. um, yeah. So when you start thinking about all that and the nine minutes and twenty nine seconds he had his knee on that man's neck, well, you're like, whoo, it's not looking good for you, man. You know, because they charged him with second degree murder and second degree manslaughter. Yeah, when they yeah. have the lower charges like that, they're they're trying to get you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they want him. They want him. Yeah. You know, and to add that the chief that's testifying today, he's the one who fired him. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one who fired him. Well, is he, did he fire him? Um, and then he joined that police force, or did he fire him? Atlas? Did he fire no. him? When did uh-uh. he fire him? Right after the incident happened. Oh, okay. So in other words, he was working under under this police chief's uh, yeah. command. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, what you thinking about? I'm thinking that the police chief fired him. Then this guy got a job with another uh, police uh, force. Mm-hmm. And the for- and this police chief is the former police chief of this guy. I'm thinking no. maybe that's what happened. No, no, that ain't it. Okay. That's not it. Yeah. Now, wait a minute, but here's another interesting thing going on with this trial. There was a couple of people that um was with Floyd in the car, uh-huh. you know, and his girlfriend, we're going back to his girlfriend's testimony, right? She testified, as I said, that he would buy drugs from this guy and this woman. And both just happened to be in the car with him at the same time. Uh-huh. Okay? So, fast forward to that. The guy, you know, he was arrested, I think, just before the trial started for something. And they called, they, they wanted to call him to testify. And he told them straight out. He said, um, I'm going to invoke my fifth if I go up there. I said, you know, that's the smartest thing that young man probably said <laughs> in his entire life. You know, mm-hmm. so they're not really expecting to call him, but mm-hmm. I think that would be the bombshell because he can tell you, well, whether George had just bought from him or not. And I yeah. think that's why he's like, uh-uh, I'm not even getting involved in that. No yeah. more than I already am. Uh, I can just imagine, yeah. I, can, I can visualize this guy's attorney being right up there on the witness stand, next to the witness stand, just to make sure. Um, that the guy says, I'm I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right. What's your name? I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right. <laughs> what time is it, sir? I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right. Yeah. Mm. yeah just plaster it up on the, on the plastic glass they got up there right now, the shield. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I didn't even thought of that. It must, it must like, look like a, 
um, a science fiction convention, everybody with a mask on, like something out of Halloween. Well, they don't, they don't, when they're speaking, they don't have their mask on. But, uh, yeah, and uh, it, it's pretty. It's set up pretty good. But they, they're doing what they, they're doing, the dang on thing. You know, everything is through computers. They're talking through computers, you know, like um, whatever the special little rooms they use. But, yeah, oh, so they're they never facing the each other. Are not in an open courtroom? No, 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 no. We're in the middle really? of a pandemic, Joe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I got somebody else want to come in. Hold on. Oh, I, oh boy. Triple One, welcome to the yeah. show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. Hello, Mays. How are you? Joe don't accept being in the middle of a pandemic. That's why he don't know about it. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right, Mays. That's right. But anyway, let's get back to this, uh, these, this whatever you want to call it. Now, his girlfriend... Uh-huh. I've been waiting to ask somebody this question. If he OD'd, where's the medical records where she called the ambulance to come and get him or uh, help him out? Uh, being that he, talking about that time he, he got sick? Yeah, she said he OD'd, yes. Yeah. Where's the medical records? Yeah, she didn't call the ambulance or somebody uh, when he got sick from over overdose. I think she said she drove him to the to the um, hospital, if I'm not mistaken. Well, need, oh, yeah. We need, to, we need to see the medical records. But, well, the, but Mace, wait a minute before you move on to your next 18 topics um, <laughs> and mentions. So what what about what about the records? Why would they need to get the records? She said he had got off of drugs and then he got back. They got back on drugs. Right. So that's why I'm wondering what the medical records from her when she took him to the hospital room when he OD. Just to uh, show that she was telling the truth. But I mean, some of those people that been on that stand. I I don't. Uh huh. Go ahead. I wouldn't trust them if I could. Boys, I could throw them. <laughs> you you know, Maze, I I. I ain't nobody. There's nobody been up there but prosecution witnesses, and I, yeah, I've actually. What? Who else was up there, man? The doctor that said he was on drugs when he came in the store. The one that said that he was on drugs. The one that accused him of the counterfeit money. Yeah, he wasn't a doctor, though. He no, was no, a no, little... What are you talking about, man? He was a what? He wasn't the doctor. The one who I accused know, him of the, 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 the uh, $20 bill being fake? Uh-uh. Yeah. What, that boy was 18, 19 years old? Mm-hmm. So I mean, what? So what? What was the problem with him? He was saying that he was on drugs. He said he looked like he was on drugs. That's what I'm saying. Looked like he was. He yeah. Looked like he was on too. Well, <laughs> he like well, Mace, you know that that is that is what the prosecution is going to you know okay. is is working hard to trying to get out there. Is, yeah, he had a drug problem. His own yes, girlfriend admitted problem. they bought they bought drugs together. What have you? But the yeah, question is. The question is, though, did those drugs kill George Floyd in nine minutes and twenty nine seconds, or well, did the knee of Derek Chauvin? That is that is yes. what the bottom line is going to be. Yes, but when they were saying that they went to the coroner and there was no grooves on his neck from that man on his neck, I'm like it was nothing else but him murdering the man in plain eye, so you can see. Well, there's no there was, hands and butt by nobody. Man, are we? 
Are we looking at the same trial? Because I don't remember yes, the no bruising thing. Now, what no, I remember a, Dr. testifying a, is there was some bruising. There was some there bruising. Was no bruising. Maybe, maybe oh. I was listening to some Fox. Maybe I was listening to what they were saying. Uh, yeah, I don't That's know what you're listening to. They said there was no bruising. <laughs> no, that's that not, that's like, nothing new, It man. didn't have to be no bruising to know there was an open, assy murder. An open who maze? Because you can see with your eyes that it was a murder. Oh, okay. He murdered the yeah. man, and the man, and when he said, did you hear the part where he said that uh, the man, one of the cops asked him, uh, should you turn him on his side? And he said, no, he's going to stay just like I got him. You didn't see that part either? No, Maze, I missed that part, too. Oh, damn, you missed it. Was that during the trial, Maze? <laughs> oh, I'm watching. Yes. Yeah. What? It wasn't during the trial. Oh, oh, oh. Wait a minute. No, because, let's see. No, no. One of the cops asked the question. I'm gonna have to go back. I'm gonna have to go back and see because mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I don't One of the cops asked the question: Should you lay him on his side? And he said, "You're gonna say just like I got him." That's what he was told to one of his coworkers. And then when the man sit on the stand and said, "That's why when you, you that's not a procedure that you do. Putting your putting your putting your putting your knee on somebody's neck that will kill you." And that should have been the end there. Okay, no what man that, are you talking about now, Mace? What man are you talking the about chief, now? The policeman that sit on the stand and testified. Oh, talking about the police chief right here, or the one that testified uh, Friday. The one Friday. Okay, all right. Now I'm with you. Okay, yeah, I mentioned that already. Yeah. Well, then you need to go get that part that you missed. Yo, listen to you. <laughs> no, when you, to you. you didn't hear. No, I'm saying that they that you didn't hear when he said when the cops said turn him on his side. The way he explained the whole thing, and then he said he told him that he was gonna say just like he had him. Okay, man. He on his that, neck and his, his fingers in his hand in the pocket, putting more pressure. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Now, see, man. Okay. Now, see, I remember your conversation, what you're talking about, but that wasn't a police officer. That was the guy Donald Williams. That was the MMA. Um, what you call it? A fighter. Yeah. I don't care which one. The one that said that putting the foot on, putting the knee on the neck like that was would kill somebody. Just that man. Yeah. But I'm saying the other yeah. part, what he was saying with his yeah, own. Yeah, Donald Williams. Donald yeah, Williams. Like, yeah, him. Yeah. But, but, so, but okay. The, the now, see? See, now, I was, I did see it. <laughs> uh, you know, that part, the it went back to where they were discussing by one of the officers saying, shouldn't you put him on his side? Go back and find that transcript. They were sitting there doing that. Um, but I don't, I'm just watching. So, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. not focused so, on this. Why, why didn't, say what, you're not going to focus on it? No, no, I'm not focused. So see, some people are trying to make a focus to thought. Thought something, but it's not gonna work. What? Because they don't seem too many cops get off for things doing wrong, and they don't seem too many get off. If this one get off, they think they're gonna burn up oh. and tap stuff too. Oh, but no. it ain't gonna happen. No, I think I know what you're talking about. That would be shocked. well. Okay, man. You saying if, if this is gonna be another OJ Simpson type of thing? If they well, find they him innocent. About OJ. <laughs> okay. So, but but Mays, but Mays, you know, right now. And I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm saying, as I said earlier, right now, the main thing is, did drugs kill him or did nine minutes and 29 seconds kill him? If I want to see you put your foot on Joe Nick for nine minutes and 29 seconds, I'll see if he lives. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Uh, you know, if I, if I didn't know who you were, you would have to get the shotgun today for that. But okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, but no, man. So, 
So based on what you've heard and seen, what you think is going to happen, Maze? They're going to get them on the murder charge or the manslaughter? I would be shocked. You'd be, You'd be shocked? Yeah. yeah. Which, what, that they are convicted? Mm-hmm. So you're saying he's going to get off? I don't know if he's going to get off. Not. I would be shocked if they, uh, if, 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 he, if he don't. You think he's really going to get upset? But I'm not going to get upset and want to uh, uh, chat out things about it. But they got a second degree charge of manslaughter. That's mm-hmm. yeah. you know you don't need to have a a heavy well that in the civil law you don't really need to have a heavy amount of proof in order to get mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and it was so bad one of the jurors had to leave out that they got sick. When so, today? I'm just like no uh, last week. Was it Friday or Thursday? One of those no, days one of them got that, sick. Well, they thought yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody, like I said, anybody can see that he's guilty, but everybody ain't going to say he's guilty. And the drugs uh-huh. killed him because, I was, like I was saying, like when it came to to, to people on drugs, they had risk things and that happened to him, they still live. So the drugs didn't kill him. The cops killed him. And that don't mean you got to hate cops because well, you see, that's the Well, see, that's the whole case, Maze. The case is, is that, yes, he applied pressure, we all saw it, but if, if George Floyd was not on drugs, would that pressure have been enough to kill him? Would That's the question. So then yeah. the well, other he, side is going to say, well, because it doesn't matter if he was on drugs or not, that pressure was enough to kill him, regardless. Or, yeah. And then you well, have those, yeah. and, this, and when you hear those uh, come up with a situation like that, well, a combination of both would have killed him, both the drugs and the man with the deal, and it killed him too. Well, yeah. Then, so what's wrong uh, with that? That's a possibility, isn't it? If he well, would have never put his knee on his neck, he'd probably still been living. Well, of course, if he never put well, his neck. Okay, that, that's one way of putting it, which, I, you know, the yeah. prosecution probably could use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, know. you have to look at it that way. <laughs> so that's the way I see yeah, it. Yeah, if he never shot him, he never would have died. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's of right. course, it goes yeah, back to any case, so. Yeah, well, yeah. If you never did it. It never would have happened. Right, and we go round and round and round and round. You know, so, for everybody, you know, everybody, but, everybody that died, always got to be on drugs. Well, that's well, what else? See, look, the defense attorney has a moral and a legal obligation to try to, to try to defend right. whatever claim he has to the fullest extent of the law. Right. So he's going to use like that Twinkie defense. He has to use something in order to try to get his client off, even if it sounds outrageous. That's his obligation, if he's a good attorney. Yeah, like the Flinzer kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Flinzer kid, two, two, two yeah. years to go to jail. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He kept him out, didn't it? Yep, until he messed up yep. some more. But anyway, yes, back to the trial. <laughs> back to the trial. Yeah. Well, that's my point um, in my view on that. Well, Mace, before you go, though, see, you, you, you're not answering my questions. You're saying a lot, but you're okay. not answering my questions. What was your question? Do you think at this point the prosecution has put forth a good case? Mm-hmm. That's the question. You do? You yeah, think? that's the question. Yeah, they put a good case together, but like the last time they put a good case together, what happened? They got off in Baltimore. So, okay, they put hold a good on, case together you, then, you and keep... they got off. Okay, Mace, you keep you keep um um saying they gonna get off, they gonna get off. I'm gonna ask you. Okay, I then we we gonna come back at the we gonna come back at the end of this trial and see what happens. But mm-hmm. what does the defense have to do to keep him from going to jail, going to prison? Is jail and prison different? If y'all didn't know that. Well, 
to keep him going to prison. Yeah. But they yeah. should do like that last cop that killed that lady. Uh, uh, that's what they should do him. Which is? Send him straight on to prison. No, no, no. That's not. Oh, never mind. Man. <laughs> and no, no roadblocks. No. Uh, no the question it's, it's, was, what do you think the defense should do? What do I think the defense should do? Yeah. And there's too much they can do because they know he's guilty. They know he's. And I'm they trying, know and I'm he's guilty. Uh-huh. They know he's guilty, right? But they still well, have to defend him. Yes, they have to defend him. Okay, so what do they have to do to make somebody? They only need one juror to believe that they he, you know, he, right? Yeah. And but how? And how? It how? won't be hard to do because if you got one to believe, if you got one to believe like Joe do, it's easy to do. Why is it every show? You always attribute always something to me no. like you read my mind, and you always get it wrong. I did. Do you think he's guilty, though? I don't know huh? if he's guilty. Hello? That's what I we asked you, man. I on the guy's neck for nine and a half minutes. You know, you know the the, the uh, prosecution attorney. He opened up the, his his opening statement with a line like, "Believe what your eyes see." Mm-hmm. Well, I think about that, and, and, I, I'm, and, and you know what? And I'm just thinking about what Joe said. You know, you know I don't, you know, blah blah for the video. Remember, and at the beginning of this whole trial, if you remember, the prosecution showed a lot of the video from different angles and different sides of the street and, you know, had people comment on what was going on. So that that is a, a very good. Okay. Yeah. See which, uh, yeah. I think yes, Mike, we know. Yeah. Huh? Were they Go ahead. on the other cops being on his back, too? Or were they just leaning down on the cement? No. One was on his legs and one was... Over his back, but I think those two are their child is going to be after this one. That's why this one is so important. If you remember in the Freddie Gray Gray trial, once that first first officer got off, the rest of them got off. Of course, they, they were being judged by the judge. You know, of a bench hearing. No, it wasn't a jury. Well, the first one did, and once he got off, everybody else did the same. Well, they just dropped the charges because he was the serious one. But, um. Um, 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 dang it, I, I forgot what I was saying now. I got into a discussion with somebody who believes that because the the family won a $25 million lawsuit, that that's going to bleed over and make the jurors think that he's innocent. I that said that last else. week. I mean, the week before last. I said that. Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> Cause, because what I said is, if you look at the way settlements have been given out, and then they have the trial, mm-hmm. the settlement is given before the trial. Nine times out of ten, the officer gets off, walks free. You know, and I was just saying, hey, I mean, I'm not telling you not to get your money, but wait till after the trial, then get your money. And then, because me and you, Joe, we were talking about how the how the jury would think that is. Because I said, man, somebody gonna be sitting there saying, man, they got twenty five, you know, million dollars. Well, that was, that was what I was saying. You know, they got twenty five. Why, why we want to send this man to jail now? They got what they deserve. You know, That's what I was. I don't know. I remember then, doing it on your show, but I remember saying it to uh, somebody else that it could work both ways. The yeah. twenty five million dollars could say, see. The person's guilty, otherwise they wouldn't have gotten the $25 million. And somebody else would say they got the $25 million, so let's get on and let's move on. And right. if one is sitting on the jury, that means he can find him innocent. 
right? Yeah, yeah, and it only takes yeah. one. And yeah. that's like I say, I will be surprised. But May, that doesn't mean they won't. Well, it depends on, on it depends. But nine out of ten, it doesn't mean that the, they can't go back and retry them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that might happen too. The hung jury, yeah, they they might. Yeah. Yeah, they might. They, yeah, depending on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the what's the racial makeup of the of the jury? It's a it's a pretty good makeup. It, it is. It's a pretty good mixture. Whoever depicted, they did pretty good. I can't think mm-hmm. of it now. I know it's got at least uh, a third, no, a fourth black. I think they got a couple of Asians, some white. I think I need. I man, I don't know. I'm trying to think of all this stuff. I think it, I know they got four blacks. I have look it up. But oh, yeah. Well, all right, four blacks. Probably four Asians and four whites. <laughs> oh. Hey, that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? That attack on that uh, older that older woman by the uh, the black guy and the Asian community is up in arms. That could, you know that what? could bleed over into that into that trial. <laughs> yeah. What about that? Yeah. Trial? That couldn't bleed over in that trial. Why? Why? Because couldn't? it was an Asian cop. It was an Asian cop standing there too. Remember? He might be going to jail too. Did the security guard that could was lead an over Asian to that trial? He was, really? Huh? huh? The so, security was guard was an Asian guy? No, 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 no. I'm no. in the trial. We looking no. at now? Oh, oh, oh. No, the, the mm-hmm. officer Tao or Chow, however they pronounce mm-hmm. the name, the so one that was closest to the to over. the that could bleed over into that trial, Joe. Is it, is it, because see, he had to come up for his turn too. But I, I don't see how that could bleed over, Mays. Mm-hmm. No, it could, how, how's it that going to bleed over? You know why? Because why? defense attorneys and prosecution um, attorneys, they are the smarter ones. They don't try to rely on just pure logic. They try to influence the jury through emotion, even if the emotions don't make sense. That's their job, to try to persuade people through using their own particular philosophies to to support the case, either the prosecution's case or the defense attorney's case. So there, there'll be times when um, things don't make sense, but it, but it resonates with the jury. So you never really know. Anything can that influence is true. the jury. That is true, Joe. I have to admit, that is true. I have told people. I've been, I've been on jury. I haven't been on. Uh, I've, been, I've, I've been accepting a one jury case. It got dismissed one day later because the prosecution was so stupid. They wanted to have as the um, defense, as the prosecution witness, the best friend of the um, of the defendant. But the best friend blew town because he didn't want to testify against his best friend. So they just oh, wow. So I'm going. Well, you thought you should have thought of this in the beginning, you know. But then um, I've been selected for jury, but I never got on the jury pa- uh, the jury case itself. I never was selected for a case itself, but. I'm oh, telling okay. you, you don't want today's jurors, uh, <laughs> all today's people, to be your juror. I'm telling you. Hey, can't. check this uh, out. Here's the here's answer to your question, Joe. There's one black woman, uh-huh. two multiracial women, three white men, three black men, and six white women. You know, you had the six white six women white. right. <laughs> <laughs> but no Asians. <laughs> Yeah, so but that's the makeup. Um, let's see. Biden in the chat room said, "I don't care if Chauvin is innocent or guilty. He was involved in a death. I don't want him to work as law enforcement again 
in his lifetime. Okay. That that's logical. Mm. It's that's logical. Because nine and a half minutes, you know. But the thing is, is it is it part of the policy of the police force? If it is, then the cops in the past, not anymore, but See, in the past, they were exonerated. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, that's that police immunity stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what do you what do you think they did? What? In, uh, uh, what they did in New York, where you can sue the cops now? That's I think they, 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 I, 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 they should have. They should have been dead. a long time ago. I agree. Uh, yeah, they should have done that a long time ago. I, I oh, think anyway. that's going to be a good, uh, that's going to be a good program they, for you, Mr. Talk, because I disagree. Because when they get Why do you disagree, enough? Joe? Why do you disagree? Because cops are effed up to begin with. If they believe that anything they do will be under scrutiny and they can go to jail, for, that's why I brought up just now. If the policies, the policies have changed, whereby if a cop follows the policies of the of whatever police department, and that um, policy results in a death or in some sort of mishap, that cop, not the police force, that cop is responsible now. Plus, they don't have insurance. You think a cop is going to, they don't risk their lives now for us. You think a cop is going to go risk their life when they feel, hey, they got security cameras all around here that are going to have a defense attorney who's going to make me look like an idiot. Uh-uh. They're not going to get involved whatsoever now. But yes, they will, because you got cops that put on the line, they, 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 they do their job. It's just a tiny bit of them that don't do it. They well, that's all you yeah. That's all it so takes. The, the good ones are glad, are happy about it, too. Because he's on yeah, the top, um, the same Go thing happens to cops if they don't if they're not in uniform. Same thing happened to them. If you don't know that's a cop and you harassing him, and you find out one, and then you looking silly. So um, it's like it's not it's not determined to all cops, Joe. It's just that truth. That's in the way. Uh, It'll stop them from being trigger happy for some people. You know, Biden in the chat room says Chauvin is on trial, not police department or policy. Hmm. Yeah. But Biden. But I don't know because it may come down to that. You know, it, it actually may come down to police to, um, policy and when the policy was in effect and then Chauvin had the training, you know, mm. since that new policy was placed in. So it may actually come, you know, be a, something that needs to be asked and answered. It yeah, probably I'm sorry. Was, yeah. yeah I disagree with the guy in the chat. Um, it probably will be brought up. It probably will be a major issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And you know what, Mike? Actually, I'm on a roll today with this number. You know, it's not even about Chauvin anymore. It's about nine minutes and 29 seconds. That's what it's about. <laughs> yep. That's what the prosecution should focus on to a good degree because that nine when you hear nine minutes in somebody's neck and you start imagining, even if you're wrestling um, playfully around or if you take martial arts, and you've got somebody on your neck, and you can't get up for nine minutes. That nine no, minutes is the longest nine minutes in your life. Yeah. You look, most of us, look, most of us can't stay on our knees for nine minutes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Let alone tell my, think about it now. Most of you get on your knee, and after two seconds, it's beginning to hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, you, so y'all go home and try and stay down there for nine minutes and 30 seconds, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Be calling okay. those special people in the red truck. Come help you get up off the floor. But, you see? Were they really, <laughs> but, uh, were they really, huh? were they really co-workers? 
Well, oh, there's just, a, just something they did with Janet. The cops killed them. Back, back, yeah. Oh, back in the day? Yeah, back in the day. Oh, they were? Well, man, you said yeah. they were about something. Because they worked security you know? at some of the clubs mm-hmm. together. You know, yeah. yeah. And I'm leaving it at that. I told you something else earlier this morning. I ain't telling you right now. <laughs> I can imagine what you said. Anyway, Mike says, I agree the policy is wrong, but he cannot be punished if the jurors don't like the policy. Yeah, well, I guess that's who it does come down to as well. Huh? Well, the jurors don't like the policy, right? But... But if the, uh, the policy is there, the policy, yeah, I mean, yeah. then it it tends to favor the defense. But some would argue that uh, he did not follow the policy. He didn't under the definition. Under see, this is why I tell you, words get crazy, and you have to look at the mm-hmm. definition. And yeah, so right. what is the different definition of excessive force in their police policy? In their policy. You know what I, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What yeah. is not allowed? What is allowed? You know, who can override you using this type of force? Yeah. You, know, sure. you see how crazy that could go real quick? Now, if I thought about it, I know if somebody else has thought about it, too. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but nine minutes to be on somebody's neck, you have to ask yourself, was George Floyd that much? Because they don't show George Floyd being that much of, of a um, of somebody who's giving the cops a battle. They just find they just have him in the store, taking him out of the store or going out of the store, and then all of a sudden he's on his side. You know? Joe, Joe, I'm gonna tell you what you do mm. because you, when you you know when you get down, go to YouTube, right, uh-huh. and, and and start from day one of the trial. And once you see all those videos from the different angles and as what was going on, it's uh, <clears throat> Chauvin looked kind of shaky there. Oh, it does. You know. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, you know the the hardest the, the hardest part I have is once he's inside the vehicle. You know. Right. I, I really, you know, I really didn't understand too much you're saying, but you know, why why did they decide to go in and yank him out the other side when they already had that one door open already? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, was he giving them trouble, or were they looking for trouble? You know, they could be taken up um, either side of that. Well, what? Yeah. Oh, when did the cops come? Did they come while he was in the store, or after he got in the car? When they got there, he was in the car. Okay, so then they went to so, the car to get... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, see, what people don't realize, it started across the street. It just didn't start right there. It started across the street from from um, what what uh dang it. One of the witnesses said it started across the street. Oh. I guess that's what the officers first parked at, and, you know, and walked across. The cops approached him while he was by the store before he got inside the car. No, they were already in the car. They okay. were in the car. Yeah, they were in the car. See, y'all got me want to, I got to go back and watch it all over again now, and then take more then notes. Then they handcuffed him. Huh? Then they handcuffed him. Then they handcuffed him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's on the ground. Huh? And you know what? I just thought about it. He never was charged <laughs> with anything. Think about yeah. it. He was never charged. He was being charged because he's high. <laughs> now. I guess but, he was but, never but charged see, with anything? Well, see, see, that's the other thing. Hmm. The, the, the little clerk said, well, he seemed like he high. He not right. But when you see him in the video standing in the store, 
He's fine. Yep. You know, he, he you know, he's talking, he's laughing. So, you know, when did when did he seem high? When did he seem off balance uh, or what happened? Now you? you're not. See, now you're acting like a defense attorney. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe we, maybe he was seeing high when somebody gave him something. <laughs> well, see, well, that's well. Now, see, you gone to the defense side, Mace, and that's what they're saying. You know, when he was wrestling with the officers, he placed something in his mouth, and that's where you see that white um, foam coming out of his mouth from. They, they are saying, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they're going to present. Mm-hmm. Now, if nobody took a sample of what that was, I guess nobody really know what it is. They didn't take a, <laughs> nobody. Nobody took a sample of it. I got, I, I'm just saying, Joe. I haven't oh, heard him, okay. heard it brought up yet um, as to what was coming out of his mouth. Did you say white phone and that's it? So from what that tells me, if I was either attorney, that, I would want that, you know, if it, was, it would help me. But nobody has brought it up. They just, like, overlooked it. I guess I watch too much CSI shows because, You know, yeah. if I was a defense attorney, I wouldn't I, – well, it depends. If what came out of his mouth was as a result of, let's say – the body reaction, almost gasping for air and maybe almost vomiting and stuff like that, and with no See? drugs in the foam, uh-huh. boy, I'm telling you, that cop is convicted. But if that foam had any traces of drugs, fentanyl, et cetera, that cop's going free. Well, maybe not. I'm telling you, yeah, the, 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 the ER not. doctor kind of put a... Put a uh, uh, damper in that theory too but you know what joe and that's uh, what i was saying that's why i like what the prosecution is doing they're throwing it out there they say yes he had a drug problem yeah yeah that's a good thing for the prosecution yeah yeah you know yes he had a drug problem okay and he was, he was, he, yeah. yeah well you see you see him when in the store he's standing fine he's doing oh. fine it, you it, know, is cool. when he okay. encountered in his encounter with the officers. Then boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But he was he was okay yeah. at the wheel when he, he was sitting in the car too. You but know all what? Things that went like, just like the man, the yeah. man in Carolina that died with the gun that they put on him and say he had a gun. <laughs> yeah. They blew it. Okay. But you know, but the, but the bottom line is, you know, we we have to keep in mind. That's why I got to keep watching is. We're just seeing what the prosecution has against Chauvin right now. That's all we're seeing. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. And we need to find out what the defense has in favor of Chauvin and really determine, you know, who's, who's going to do this or not. You know, like, but right mean, now, I like yeah. the pros- what the prosecution is doing. All right, who got the funny yeah. ring going on? That's not me. That's got to be, you know. That's me. That's the okay. Of course. All right. Well, you know Go what? ahead, you Joe. You should to say about. something. Yeah, you okay. got me thinking about um, if they're going to investigate Floyd's past, they're going to investigate, what's this cop's name, Chauvin? Wait a minute, wait a minute, Joe. Wait a minute. The chief just said, it's contrary to our training to indefinitely place your knee on a handcuffed person's neck. Well, that was yep. the chief just saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's not, now, no, think that's about not it, though. Huh. Uh, yeah, that's right. He was handcuffed. So, <laughs> yeah, nine minutes and 29 seconds. He was handcuffed. And the other guy had his feet tied, I think. Yeah. And he wasn't fighting. So, I don't no, he, he, was actually, well, he was actually begging. Yeah. Yeah, he was begging. He yeah. was begging and he was yeah. doing anything. Yeah. And he was high. Yeah, begging he was for his life. Well, Maze, I don't yeah. know about that. I don't care how high y'all. If your life is in danger, you gonna be, somebody going to bang, beg. 
Well, you know, depending on what's going on. All right, let's, br- let's bring the, 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 the other part of the Three Musketeers in. Here's P. Yankee, y'all. Mm-hmm. No, it's P. Yankee. Oh, P. Yes, P. Yankee. How are hey, you Eric, what's going on, man? Who y'all talking uh-huh. about? <laughs> George, the landlord, Floyd? <laughs> okay, yeah, ha, ha. Okay, yeah, Pianchi, that's what we're talking about, the trial. But what is your input? <laughs> the man that hated Well, here's the thing, <clears throat> The police officer was applying a technique that was approved by the police department. That's not true. And in the directions on how to use it, it never talked about how long to use it. Now, the family got paid a settlement because while the police had him in custody, they were supposed to, he wasn't supposed to get killed. Same thing with Freddie Gray in the back of that truck. He was in custody. So at that point, he becomes a liability of the city unless he does something crazy so that's why they got the settlement now you're trying to show that the police officer had done something criminal well he was just following the procedure that was approved by not only that department but other departments across the country now some remodeled theirs reformed them and some got rid of them but uh, it's going to be hard to show that the man done something Premeditated, of course, and uh, we had to see what happened. It's a federal trial, by the way, not a state trial. Well, you know, yes and no. But you know, well, you know, the operative word is indefinite. Is is what you? I said the operative word in that definition in the policy is indefinitely. So does indefinitely mean nine minutes, two days, two minutes, half an hour? Uh, did the man say it was against their rules and their regulations to do that? No, I never did say he that. It couldn't be. He did. he did say so. He stood on the stand and said Well, it. when he well, done it, it wasn't what the, against what the, the rules. the chief just said. The chief said that what the chief said is, is afterwards. But at the time it happened, it was legal in that department to do it. Okay. All right, so it's legal, Pianchi. Nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. It don't tell you how often. You know, in, when, what, what, when you have. The, but Pianchi, shouldn't you look down once or twice and check a pulse? So you know you got your knee on somebody's neck. Well, he was being distracted by a crowd. Okay, okay. So there's three officers laying, you know, stretched out across his body. One of them couldn't came and check the pulse. He told him, ask him to. No, he didn't have to do it. We're in the we're in the manual that they say you're supposed to do that. See, that's the problem. People let the but, department. But, but look, well, look, you know, look, you, look. Now, come on now, Eric. It ain't. It's, you cannot it make me have. believe. You cannot make me believe that there's no no guidance on how long you should keep your some a stranglehold on on a. a, a you might as well say prisoner. You say they belong to the city or the state once they handcuff. So yeah, yeah. But here's the this where that became this where that become assumptive when he wouldn't get in the car. But he but wouldn't he get in, in the, the car. car. But he was no, in the he, car. He wouldn't put it. He wouldn't get. He wouldn't pull his feet and turn around and get in the car. 
Because he said he couldn't out. breathe. He, he said he had, um, what was it? Uh, dang it, what's that word? Dang it, I just had it in my brain. Anyway, he was, he, yeah, claustrophobic. That's it. Thank you, Maze. Yeah, uh, he was shit. claustrophobic. He was telling him he, yeah, he couldn't breathe. Well, he said he couldn't breathe when he was walking him away from the building. See, now, see, once again, here you go, because personally, if that me, I would have put him in there and let the windows down. Okay, you got first air coming through. You, I, that would have been a good idea. I know, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you have yeah. to argue with nothing. You have to leave it like it is. Because he was sitting on that jury, he'd be walking. Yeah, like I said. <laughs> well, the jury goes I, I by what, the, uh, what evidence is presented. I've sat on juries before. I sat on one a year ago. And, and, and look, I sat on jury in 2018 and 2019. Biden in the chat room says, this is a criminal trial. Chauvin has to be proven guilty beyond a shadow of a doubt, not a preponderance Absolutely. of the evidence. And she said, and they said, hello, Pianchi. Anyway, yeah. I Let me tell you something that. else, too, I see you got on your marquee on this voter reform. Now, how, about, how about we stay where I'm at right now? I ain't All right, don't anything. let me forget it, please. All right. Now, okay. So, with all that being said, Pianchi, if you was on the, on the jury right now, you would vote to um, acquit. Well, I am. I'm only going by what I've seen. I, I have it, seen. Well, I have listened to another trial. I have okay, what you see by what you've seen by what you've seen from what I've seen. And, and if they can't show where he was instructed in training on how long to apply that type of technique, if he applied it longer than what the training book says, then yes, I, I would find him guilty. <clears throat> and that would be the only reason. Well, what other reason would you have to find? It wouldn't be first-degree murder. It probably would be third-degree. Uh, probably be third-degree uh, homicide. Okay. And, you know, it could be justified. third-degree justified a homicide. Either one. Yeah. Okay. All well, right. anyway, you got to see what, the, what happened in the trial and see people hollering about the jury. Well, see, that's a federal case in that district. And I forget what this was that, the third U.S. district, uh, ninth U.S. district? Well, that consists of several counties, and the uh, lawyers pull jury members from those counties. It don't come from just one city like Minneapolis. I tell you what, you're lucky it don't come from Minneapolis because Minneapolis have a large Muslim population. And they would take his character into consideration. But shouldn't that, but shouldn't that be? But shouldn't that be um, involved? I mean, anyway, shouldn't that be well, something yeah. that the defense, should, some the defense should present when there is their time to present witnesses? His the character. So the prosecutor, if the prosecutor presents that, then they would go back to where he and four others invaded that woman's home, that white right. woman's house that was pregnant. I, I, was about to, I was about to bring that up. That, was, yeah. that brings about his character. No, I'm talking about a Chauvin. I'm talking about Chauvin. No, Chauvin wasn't judge, involved in that Because the invasion. judge already said, the judge has already said today, earlier today, what did the judge say? Um, that Floyd's state of mind it was not relevant in his trial. Chauvin's well, yeah, intent, intent with the training he has received. 
You know, basically what Bice said, they got to show he had intent when he was trying to when he was trying to kill when he had his knee on his his neck. So they he have was to just show trying it. to okay. rest- that that move is a restraining move. There's videos where whites have been in that same technique and end up dying. Okay. So you know, you know, Pinky, I knew you were gonna go there. You got to defend your people. It's okay. I'm good no, with that. No, I ain't defending them people. I'm just looking at it from a point of uh, due process. Okay. Okay. But we're talking about George Floyd. We're not talking about yeah, why what did you say other? George Floyd, the, the uh, Chauvin is being afforded due process. Yeah, but how does that okay. help Floyd? It ain't doing Floyd did. Yeah, but you're saying that well, white people had died, right, as a result of being in that same position? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it ain't racist, racial, because oh, okay. whites have been in the position too. But then that helps Chauvin then. Well, yeah, he's a police officer. Well, see, now, here's the thing with Chauvin and any other cop. That is a separate municipality. And see, in each municipality have rules and regulations, which is pertaining to the only thing that controls that municipality is the state, not the White House. Federal government has nothing to do with how you run your police department. Yeah, That's not. Afraid not. Afraid not. I'm afraid that every state, every municipality is controlled by the federal government because they all take money from the federal government. And that money is in the billions of dollars. Only when it's a civil rights violation. I'm not even talking about just any particular individual cases. I'm talking about overall any kind of decisions that the state, the city makes, always has to be. No, they don't, Joe. I sat on a police commission. The federal government can't tell you but, jack. But, Same thing in your school district too. They can't tell okay, you. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. District. Hold on. Hold on. We go. You know what? We we definitely gonna get to that part. What you just said here in a few minutes. Now I definitely want to talk about that. But before we go there, um, back to the, the restraint. I mean, handcuffs and uh, somebody on his ankles, you know, zip tie wasn't good enough. And so he had to put his neck in his hand. His well, neck, they his put handcuffs on, on him over. He he had handcuffs on him over at the building, right? Right. They they set him down alongside the building. And then for some reason or another, they felt that they needed to take him down. And they, they uh, as the department rule says, in many cases, you have to handcuff a person behind their back. Now, sometimes you can use two sets of cuffs. As one, if it's a large person where, you know, they got a large midriff, then you can use two sets of cuffs where it lays okay. on spread out for it further. Okay. Well, in this case, that wasn't the case. No. Yeah, and, I, and listen, I, I'm sad that the man lost his life. I really am. No, I bet you are. It looks like can I say something? Go ahead, Mace. Sometimes your lips and your ass can see things, but your brain can't catch up with what you're looking at. That's what's wrong with Pianca. So how did he go? Well, I ain't never been in handcuffs. I couldn't tell you. I've never been in them either. And don't plan on being in no handcuffs. Okay. And one thing and I tell you, I tell you the, what the, one what, thing. What, okay, never mind. Go ahead. I tell, what? I tell you one thing that we don't see today is compliance. You got to comply and respect authority. You don't see, you don't see authority being, mm-hmm. Eric, and you can testify, you know this yourself. You don't see authority being respected in the home, 
the school than when it works its way out in the street. Wait a minute. What you mean I can contest to this myself? What the heck are you trying you've to say? You've seen videos. You've seen, oh, okay. you've seen children right. acting up in school. You've seen right. what goes on in the street. Okay. All right. Now, did you clarify? Yes. Go ahead, Maze. You know the man that was trying to say that the man that was sick that was laying on the ground the cop the man that was laying on the ground and they and the cop shot him and he was it wasn't even the one that causing the problem he worked yeah. was it a nursing home or whatever and he was compliant and the one in Oklahoma that had his hands up in the air he was being compliant and what happened to him so people be yeah that was a different that was a different situation a different city a different police officer he was great police officer in the wrong I I get sick of people with these one liners some compliance in the home. You tell me about them people up at the Capitol. Did they have any compliance in the home? That's a different situation, too. Oh, it's a different situation. Still the same one. Which one? The latest <laughs> one? Where the, kid, where the, the black man got killed? What? At the Capitol? The latest one? Well, he dead because what? He broke the law. And that's why he dead. And ain't well, he, no yeah, he charged the police officer with a weapon. Like, uh, yeah, you know, and I'm glad you, you, y'all, y'all having this discussion because once you think, you think, well, really think about this, you know, in some instances you see somebody charge officer, they, they get, they're shot, okay, they're mm-hmm. shot, but then again, mm-hmm. you see somebody else butt naked, yielding a knife, running, and the the officer is running from him. What's uh-huh. the difference? Well, that's up. That, now that's up to the, the officer how he handling it. But I seen a white female officer kill a white male who had just stabbed somebody else someplace else, and he was coming mm-hmm. on her with a knife. She waited till he got about twenty feet and started unloading. He still came and fell at her feet. I think she just. I mean, that was that was that was dangerous. That's going to shoot somebody. Don't mean they ain't going to keep coming. But that, okay, but that's in a different uh, municipality, and a mun- different municipality, just like the yeah, yeah. capital, and just like case, the other one. But, but in this case right here, in this case right here, you don't think Chauvin used excessive force? No. Do I think he used excessive force? He used what he was had at his option that, 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 during the restraint. It's, well, I it's, say, you. You know, do I have to ask Joe the question? He could have used it. Hang on, what could have been the force continuum? (laughs) The force continuum would have been for him to use his weapon. But he didn't use his weapon, which would have been excessive force. That was excessive force. The operative word in the definition you gave, Bianchi, was indefinitely. Is indefinitely going to be measured as nine minutes, two seconds, a half an hour, two days? That's right. It's going to be in the training. To, probably didn't stipulate that, Joe. It probably well, is not in the manual. Probably leaving it up to the cop. And if the cop, um, under the situation, was was hearing somebody saying, "I can't breathe," and he may or may not have believed him. I don't know all the particulars yet about the. He may case. not have even heard him with the noise from the Maybe crowd. Maybe not. But, but we can't just we can't just we can't just dismiss one particular side and not take into consideration the other. And that goes for prosecution or the de- or the defense. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with both. That. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, Mr. Salt, you can find one huh? out there. And probably sitting on that jury, too. Just like the one that you're listening to. He well, the ones that, if the one sitting on the jury want to hear all the evidence know. before they come to a conclusion, that, that's a good jury. But let me ask you a question, Mr. Tall. You've seen a case where the two girls uh, hijacked the Uber car. 
Did you see I that one? No, I did not see and that one. he was dragging these two girls. They drove off with this man's Uber car, and he was hanging on, uh, trying to get them to stop. So the car went on, flipped, and threw him across the top, and he died. Mm-hmm. And the girls was 13 and 15. Mm-hmm. They sure okay, and they was black. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Do you think that the 15-year-old should be punished as an adult for causing the man to lose his life, which the state law provides for, and the 13-year-old would have to be charged as a juvenile, but to the greatest extent that the law allows for a juvenile? I've heard some people say that no, neither one of them should be charged because they're not old enough to realize what they was doing. Well, that that sounds like that's that like some of them privileged people's um, excuses there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Huh? But, what? Maybe you sound like you're underwater. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, now can you hear me? Now, when the, when the, when the librarian was killed, and you what had a year I'm going to tell you, so they were white. So they killed the, They went to the house to uh, to um, get her son, but they ran over the librarian and killed her. They were 14 and 16. He, so he ran over in a vehicle? That's right. They ran over. They, his father was a preacher, and he ran over her in the church van and killed her. Look it up, and then you tell us about that one, too. And those were young kids with, with no morals and no value. This is the only thing black ones don't have any. Well, it's, it's not. It doesn't see color or skin. Really, don't make you talking about human beings. That's what human beings do. No, you brought color, and you said they were black girls. Well, for a description, okay. I'm gonna tell you why I bring color in. Just like the incident with the Capitol, there's no mention of the man's color. But if it had been a white person, it would have been mentioned all up and down. How do we know? How do we know what color he is then? Because his pictures was in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> but. You know what? No. what? Okay. Well, let's move on from from this conversation. I see it's going nowhere. No, and the moral of the story is, Mr. Salt, you got young kids of, of all colors doing stuff. He's just going to pick on one because they were black girls at 13 or 14. So were they. And it was the most recent one that happened. No, you go back and find that article and tell us about that one. Now, I ain't going back and find that. You talking okay. about what did happen five years ago? No, I'm talking about the most, I, I talked about the most recent one that happened, and there was discussion on okay. it, like I explained. Look, look y'all, my time is running down, so I ain't got time for this. Election You want to talk about, you want to talk about, Mays, Georgia's luxury farm. Georgia's luxury farm? What are you talking about, Election, voters reform, I'm sorry. Okay, what about the voters reform? Well, see, like yeah. if, if people have read that, 98 pages. There's nothing in that voters reform bill. It's, it's SB 202 AP as passed. There's nothing in there that suppresses black vote less long anybody else's vote because yeah, the yeah. narrative that's been put out there, oh, they're trying to stop black people from voting. They can't give them no water. That is just not true. Read the bill. Does it say in that bill, wait a minute, Mays, Mays, does it say in that bill that state legislators can overturn, or is it giving state legislators more control of county election officers? No, what gives gives them the control to to vary the law is the U.S. Constitution. 
Uh, now, in so, you wait, in, in Georgia, right? Stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop right there before you even go any further. Okay, so basically what you said is the Constitution says that the legislature can control the local government government's elections. Yeah, that's what the Constitution well, does. Not the local government election. It's the state election. No, no. But I'm saying, but see, from what I under, I've read and, and understand, and, they're, they're arguing about the county. They're the county being, you know, well, taken over is, by state legislature, by the state. No, well, and if that's the case, then it's wrong. Huh? Well, well this is I, what, how many counties do you have in Georgia? I, and each I, county has a superintendent that's over elections. Right. Each that's true. Now, it's the, count, the superintendent's responsibility is to make sure that they got voting machines, the, the material goes out and everything, everything, everything. And you got to be out there for eight hours now, what that law does, I'm going to point out some great things. People yeah. talk about the ID. You know, in the state of Georgia, you have to have ID that's more stringent to cash a lotto ticket than it does to vote. You got to include your okay. your social security well, number to cash that lotto ticket. You don't have to have a social security number to vote. All right, hold on, hold on, Maze. Wait, Maze. Another thing, it, right. another thing it does, Eric. Quickly, Pianki, quickly. I'm running out of time here. When you have outside donations like you you seen in many places, Facebook was donating money, probably Coca-Cola. They was donating money to particular counties in order to influence people to come out and vote, providing water, pizza, and other things. What this law says, you have to donate the money, goes to a central a central agency in the state, and they distribute the money equally amongst all the counties. That's good. Yeah, that's not good. And hey, you know what? You know what? Oh, no, dog. Well, yes, you know, it is that, good. That, that, but but you know it's not. But we'll talk about you this know at another time. You know it's illegal to buy votes. But haven't, haven't, haven't the rich been doing it? Wait a minute. Haven't the rich been doing that for years? Haven't the rich been doing that for years? So if they why did it, all of a sudden if they it's a done problem? It, if they done it, it was allowed. But now you got to distribute the money equally. So but it's, all, it's only counties. allowed on one side. It's not allowed on both sides. See what I'm saying? No, it's not it's the same for it's, both it's, sides it's, it's, it's a law that applies so, to the whole state. Right. So next time they get a Democratic um, legislature, then they can change it so it be favoring them, right? You don't see the problem with that? No, I don't. I think it's the best Of course you would uh, okay. All right. Is Thank that you, the Pianchi. same way? Is that all right. All right. Go ahead, Maze, because you, you're giving me a headache. Go ahead and ask Joe your question. I want Pianchi to go out and fight, and I want you to have him, Joe, so he can have the same rights you got, not a voting rights act. He wants the same rights you got so he can go and vote like you. And ask him when is he going to come up. He's already got the like same rights. No, he does not. He has a voting rights act. You just got the right to vote. And when are they going to clear it so everybody can have the, the same rights? Right right act. What is he talking about? What is the voting right act, Pianchi, that they vote on every 10 years? You don't know what that well, is? There's no voters. You mean this thing where you say that blacks got to, you have to vote as blacks can, uh, you have to, Congress has to vote to okay blacks yeah. to be able to vote? Yes, that right. was a myth. That ain't nothing true you know, about that. That's not a myth. You know that. And, and, vote, and, and Joe don't have that. So when the voting rights, well, I can vote like he vote and you can vote like he vote, then you can go sit down. That, what, you, what you're talking about was <laughs> Section 5 of the 1965 Voters' Rights Act, which applied to, which applied to a handful of states, counties, yep, yep, and even districts. 
Okay. He mad because right, he Charles. mad because Hold he on. Majority, oh. he All right, Maze, Maze, you know Maze, put a break on it for a moment. You too, you too, Pianki, put a break on it for a moment. All right, y'all, I'm, I'm getting short on time here. And y'all know I let them, them two go. We be here till 7 o'clock tonight, and that ain't going to happen. All right, so I'm going to let y'all get your last words in. Hold it to two minutes, please, because I, I need to roll. All right, so go ahead, Pianki. Go on to get your last in. Well, yeah, and another thing about the law is that the ballots are on special paper. So if you try to Xerox copy them, then you would have a watermark on the ballot that said, been copied. This is a copy. And that's a good thing. That way people can't go out copying ballots in order to increase the number of a particular ballot. It's a good thing. The thing about the water, you can't have food or canvassing within a certain distance of the pole. Anything beyond that, you can have as many as you want. And one of the problems with some of those uh, precincts in Georgia, you had people who didn't live in the precinct wanted to come to the precinct and vote along with the rest of their friends who did live in the precinct. So what happens? You put a large burden on that precinct. They got to check and do this. And all. That's why I come okay. here lines, lines that stretch for miles. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Mays. Yes, Mr. Tucker, as I said, people like Pionk are just agitated. His brain can't catch up with his lips. And when it comes to voting, you should, like, no Sunday voting. Can't vote on Sunday, what you were doing at first. And it's just like the same man that, that came up with this bill that he passed. He went and voted, he went and voted absentee, walked to, the, walked to the mailbox and put his mail in there, moved mailboxes out of places and different things. Pion is full of it. He thinks everybody's slow like the people he be on their shows and listening to. He need to wake up because he's sleeping and let his brain catch up with his lips. And that's all I got to say. And you have a good one. All right. Thank you, Mace. <laughs> all right, Joe. You last one standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Same as always. Does everybody be safe? Um, and, um, you know, I hope you do the 300 again. And um, see you next time. All right, thank you, sir. Appreciate you. All right, all right, y'all. What an interesting show, lively for sure. Okay, so I guess next week we'll talk a little bit about this Georgia um, bill, law, whatever it is. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that, and we're gonna talk about um, Utah, y'all. Utah just passed a law here. Uh, yeah, about men having to pay for their baby mama's paternity stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week as well. Yeah, I already put that down in numerates. That should be a good one. But anyway, hey, I'm I'm checking out this trial for you, and yeah, you can watch it too if you want to. I'm learning so much, but uh, yeah, I'll try and give you the updates next Monday. Yeah, I should be here next Monday. Give you the update next Monday, and uh, we'll roll from there. I want to thank everybody who hung out with me today. Sism, know thyself, Pianki, and um, Val Pabite in the chat room. Y'all, thank you for hanging out. And, of course, my three regulars, Joe, Mason, Pianchi. Hey, always a lively conversation for sure. Everybody else who's listening or have listened and left, thank you as well. It's been fun. Y'all have a great week, and I'll see you back here next Monday. Uh, yeah, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern. And everybody out there on the West Coast, if you're listening, you didn't get, you weren't hurt during the hurt, um, earthquake this morning, good for you. Keep it moving. All right. <laughs> so 
We gonna go out of here, man. I think I, I feel like some UGK because I know Chauvin probably feel like they trying to catch him riding dirty, but I think they done caught him already. Until next week, man. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, baby, we're learning to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. Until then, man. Y'all have a good one. I'm out of here. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.